When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. To 2 2, and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil. Lacazette. Ozil! Go! Hello, welcome to another Touchy Gooners podcast. Uh, my name's Lewis. Um, I'm joined by the two Dans and we've got Shabs. Gentlemen, how are you doing this evening? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, I'm good, man. Shabs, you got your, your usual Mac back. Good to hear it, man. He's sounding crisp. You know, we need to hear you on the we need to hear you crisp on the vocals. Yeah, no one told me last week, but yeah, man. Yeah. Apologies, apologies, but yeah, yeah. Here we are. Yeah, that's what I, that's what happens when I give you know when I hand out the hosting duties to Dan. Do you know what I mean? That that, that ain't got a pattern like me. Do you know what I mean? Hey, man, it's not I, easy. This hosting thing's I, not easy. It's not for everyone. Do you know what I mean? I I'm monitoring uh, Shab's Shab's uh, audio settings. You get me? Yeah, that's that's up to him. Shocking behavior. Shocking behavior. Absolutely shocking. Anyway, big up everyone watching live. Uh, we're going live on YouTube. Uh, we do that most weeks with the podcast. So if you're interested in you know catching us live. Uh, you can catch it on the YouTube or the Twitter page. Uh, we go well, most Wednesdays around 9, 10, 8 p.m. Depends, you know. Love Island season is more around 10 o'clock, you know, because German Dan's got to get his Love Island fix. You know what I mean? Um, more this time, guy it, is it, making me sick already, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dora, we've got something got say cooking for this. We've got something cooking for him. Got to get my shots off before, you know. Got to land the damage <laughs> before you guys land on me. That eight mile shit. But um yeah, uh 
we've also like released a few patreon pieces recently um so big up all you patrons and you know if you do like the extra touchy goonies content you know the one podcast a week isn't enough for you uh the patron is right there for you to go and uh, subscribe to just for a little fee um helps us support what we do and uh, everything we do at touchdown fracas as well so uh, go and become a patron and help support what we do and just get your a little bit extra touchy gooners fix um obviously we've been off for a few weeks you know uh we don't have not, not too much in the way of news going on in recent weeks but um you know it's nice to see that, you know, after being bantered in the, uh, you know, in the summer about only having like four players at the Euros or whatnot, is we're now seeing like quite a lot more players make it into their uh, respective national teams. Obviously not great for us because, you know, I don't really like, um, you know, our players coming back with injuries and stuff from these international breaks. But, you know, it is uh, quite nice to see some of our players get the uh, the the, you know the respect and the acclaim that they are playing for their countries such as England you know we had um what three is it three players play for England this week Ramsdale Saka and Smith Rowe when was the last time that happened that we had three Arsenal players you know playing for England like, 2015 2016 what starting in the same game well but, yeah, yeah 20, 20 2014 I think it was oh is uh, it well, yeah Bullshot and Ox yeah, interesting. Um, I would, I would have thought, I would have thought it would have been before that. Like, I would have thought, like nineties, maybe Tony Adams, Seaman, and Merson, or something like that. Yeah. Same. I remember a... Wenger when he was on his, um, you know, Great British um, flex again. Start right when he signed up Jenkinson, Chambers, mm, yeah. all, the, all of that. That you know, I can't remember yeah. what they were called. But the, the English core, yeah. The English core. Yeah, core. the English core. Yeah. yeah. That was a yeah, weak think, ass call, boy. That was, yeah, yeah, it was that call was political, man. Yeah, yeah. very political. I, I, I was gonna say a very bad joke, but suffered, man. yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, who, who managed to catch the the England game anyway? Like, um, I I I, did, I can't say San Marino away was you know the top of my agenda on was it Sunday Sunday evening? Um, yeah, I can't say that was quite at the top of my agenda, but. Um, I saw some of the goals and, you know, our boys got on the score sheet. Another clean sheet for Ramsdale. Listen, we can't argue with it, eh? Can't, can't, argue, in, can't argue with it. England is red. Right. England is red. But, um, yeah, like, uh, Dan, uh, as the non-Englishman, uh, German, Dan, I'm talking to as a non-Englishman, um, how are you feeling about, like, this, uh, you know, emergence of talent coming into the to the England team from Arsenal? Like, how does that, how does that make you feel as, like, a... You know, a German national. Is it, do you get any particular buzz out of it? No, get no buzz out of it. To be <laughs> you wish they had um, played. For, you wish they had played for Germany. Nah, not really. I I like them playing for their country. I think what I said in the summer was, I, I was wondering. I think I think maybe you were on, on my on my wave as well. I think, I think there were a few of us that were arguing like, there's no way we we have a European tournament going on and we only, I don't know what the number was, but it was not many Arsenal players getting it called was four. Yeah, it was very low. And I was like, and we were comparing it to like other teams in the Premier League. We're like, look where, I think Chelsea had like 15 called up. I was like, look where Chelsea are. Mm. Look how many national team players they have. They play a role for the national sides. They're big players, big personalities for the national team. And we have four. And the four that we have, like I think only Xhaka played a big role. Um, Leno was warm on the bench. 
Um, Tinny played a big role. So Tinny, Jaka, Leno. Who was the other one? Um, not too sure. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think it was a starter. No, not Odegaard. No. Yeah, I don't think it was. No. I don't think it was an as I don't think it was a player that starts for Arsenal. So I was like, this is appalling, man. Like, Mm. if you're playing for Arsenal, you should be one of the best in your position. Who was it? It was Ben White, I think he was, but he didn't get any minutes in it. Oh, okay. He was, he was taken as a, like the twenty sixth man, Jumbo mm-hmm. for England. So. No, but we we weren't counting him as one of the Arsenal players. I think oh, he right. was signed before the Euros, wasn't he? Wasn't no. he? Okay. Uh, no. Anyway, like my, my my point was like, there's no way you should be a starter at Arsenal and play no role, like not even be close to selection for your national team when you a right back who's Spanish, Bellerin. Bellerin doesn't have 10 caps of Spain. He's been at Arsenal for years. That's very, very poor. And you got to think that. <laughs> like oh, Spain Saka. have... Obviously, Saka. Oh, okay, Saka. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so it's like, okay, Saka, and Saka is a young boy as well. So it was, I wasn't sure how much of a role he's going to play at the Euros. Then I was looking at our centre-backs. Our centre-backs not getting called up at all. At the time, it was Marion Holding mainly starting, not national team players. Okay, Leno is number two behind Neuer. I left back Tierney, okay, he's a big player for Scotland. Then a midfield, I'm looking, okay, Partey is a big player for his nation. And who else was a midfield? Xhaka is a big player for his nation. And then we go into the attacking areas, and none of these players, apart from Obami, play a big role for their national team. And Gabon... Odegaard does, I guess. Team. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Odegaard. I mean, all we hear he about... Si- he wasn't signed then. He wasn't signed then, though. Andorra. <laughs> yeah, and but he was and no, he's not a top nation at all, either. Yeah, you know, so it's like, I'm looking at guys that, like I said, if we have in someone that just cost 50 M's, he's French, he should be in the national team, you mm. know? So um, that's that's when it was quite clear for us that a lot of the guys that we have are just simply not good enough. Um, and it's good to see, um, you know, a, a progression in that part that we have now a keeper that plays, another keeper that plays a role for, for his country, that we have, Two young Englishmen who play a role for their country. Um, Tomiyasu plays a role for his country. And um, Ben White will probably play a role for his country too. Um, Lokonga is getting called up to the Belgium team. Plays, he is playing a role for his country to some degree, you know. We had players that were not even get, get scratching the surface of the national team. They were never being considered. So mm. um, I think we're making slow progression there. And I think Nuno Torres is probably also going to at some point play a role for his country. So... I think that is definitely positive. And yeah, I'm happy with that overall. And yeah, it's good to see them. I, I think, especially for the guys that um, come through the academy, Smith Rowe and Saka, we all like them a lot. So it was great for them um, to to play together and, and both get a goal. You know, it was a great story. Um, shame it was only San Marino, but um, they're left with something, you know, and I like that. They definitely left with something. Um, Shabs, what about yourself? How, how does it make you feel like having like some Arsenal, you know, academy academy players coming through and then playing for, you know, not only making an impression for us and, you know, being key players for us, but, you know, also making an impression on the national team as well? I'm not going to lie, the games were absolutely trash, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a buck. But even, even before, um, I mean... I, I think ESR done well to get the call up. Like personally, so if we're thinking bigger picture, I think the call up was deserved. Um, I'm glad that he had his cameo. He came off the bench in the first game, and then the second game he started. He deserved to start. Um, he played well, got his assist, got his goal. I like the fact that um, 
what I like about ESR is where he's scoring his goals from as well. So I was talking about it, um, getting into the box. He scored like that against Leicester. Um, someone said, I think Dan, I think Dan Coogs, you said, or maybe it was Sean, said um, he scored similar from a similar position against Tottenham as well. So I, I like that about him, man. This is what we all spoke about saying. Um, these are things that he can add to his game. He's added it to his game for Arsenal and, you know, he's got his first uh, glimpse of international football and he's added it to, to his game straight away for England. I think if he gets um, more caps and appearances for England, I think easily he can be like a major player in, in that side. And, you know, I say that knowing that the competition was dead, but I think even against sterner opposition, I think ESR can, can do some stuff, man. And he can definitely stat pad for England, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dan, just how important is it to have like these, you know, more players in the national team? Did you like agree with German Dan's point about, you know, it's indicative of squad quality when you don't have, you know, lots of players playing for their country or, you know, participating at a major tournament? Yeah, I think it is. Um, you know, I think uh, unless your squad is comprised of, you know, guys like Schleb or something like that, where they play for a small nation, um, that don't really go to tournaments. Um, I think it's always, always good as a top, top team to have a lot of your players going away to these um, national tournaments um, because it helps you as a team, especially if their their teams are going far, um, to develop that winning mentality, to develop that, um, you know, play in those high-pressure situations um, of knockout football, of group stage football, um, and in front of crowds where there's pressure on them to to perform because things are on the line, you know. Um, uh, when when you're playing in that England team now, Saka, age 19, um, in a, a final with the pressure on him to take a penalty or something like that, um, I don't think, you know, that experience can be, can, you can put a price on that experience, you know. Um, even though, obviously, unfortunately, he didn't score it, um, uh, England went out. That's, that's one of our, our squad players uh, being a key player um, in a side um, going to a final, potentially lifting the trophy. Um, other than the FA Cup, and I think he didn't really play in the, court, uh, in the semi-final or the final, he's not had any experience like that um, for Arsenal, you know? So, um, you know, you look at some of those players in the French squad, Mbappe, what he, he did at 19, um, Paul Pogba, World Cup winner, Mesa Ozil, Perma Asaka, um, World Cup winners, those those guys, they add spirit experience, they add value um, to the team. So, you know, I, I do think it was a big, big um, issue for us that, you know, none of our, basically none of our squad was ever going to do anything um, at, at, at the Euros. They weren't really going to go far um, other than um, other than Saka. Um, and I think if you're looking at Qatar, um, having someone like Ramsdale push in Pickford for the number one spot. Um, England right now are one of the best teams in the world. They're probably one of the favourites for that tournament as well, you know. So uh, they should be aiming for another semi-final place. And having the likes of Smith Rowe, uh, Saka, Ramsdale, hopefully Ben White gets himself um, in that squad um, as well in the near future. Having them in and around that camp. Um, in those high-pressure situations, playing against the best players in the world when Arsenal themselves haven't really been in the Champions League 
um, don't really have those comparable situations, um, I think you can't really um, put a price on on that on that XB. Um, and because you know we're investing in this young squad, getting those experiences into those into those players' legs, into their um, heads, into their mentality very early in their career um, will always um, bode well uh, later down the line. So you know, even if you're looking at our season right now. Um, I think something like the League Cup is something that we should be taking very, very seriously. If you look at some of these Sir Alex Ferguson squads back in the day, the League Cup um, and Jose Mourinho as well, uh, Pep Guardiola, the League Cup is is some of the first trophies that they've won um, with their their teams in England, and it sort of you know inspired them to to go on and and have that winning mentality. Um, I think when you look back. Um, to under Wenger, if Arsenal had won that League Cup in 2008 or 2011, um, maybe certain things uh, would be would be different, you know, in how we we view that young side. You know, if, if the likes of Nasri, Fabregas, Van Persie won a trophy together, um, you know, maybe we can we can do more to to keep that squad together. And you know, especially in 2011, where I think they were. Um, you know, top of the league in February or something like that. Um, they lose that F, uh, that League Cup final in, you know, sort of devastating manner. Chesney, um, Koscielny, you know, um, in that embarrassing that embarrassing goal. If you're if you're able to lift that trophy, you maybe then are spurred on to win the league. You keep that core together, and Arsenal go on and win um, uh, win win more as a group. You know, so I do think that tournament experience. Um, big game experience is invaluable, um, especially for for young players. Yeah, hundred percent. And we should have quite a lot going to this World Cup. Um, unfortunately, I think Pepe won't be going. Ivory Coast they didn't qualify. Norway. Yeah, didn't let's qualify. let's talk about that, man. As I said players that play a role for the national team. This Pepe guy, yeah, is sitting on the bench for Ivory Coast. This is this is serious business, man. When this they're one nil down. When they're one nil down. Mm. They're one nil down, need a goal to qualify for World Cup. My man is sitting there watching Max Gradle, captain is <laughs> captain captain the team. Do you think and that says a lot more about the? Do you think that says more about the coach than Pepe? Do? Brother, no. I don't know because <laughs> yeah, we've seen his so. brother in the flesh. So I can't lie. Even if Arsenal was one nil down, I would still want to bring Pepe on. You know, it's good for yeah. a goal, isn't it? Brother, I don't know, man. No, I'm, I'm seeing Newcastle rumors, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring, bring them Newcastle rumors. Bring them Newcastle rumors. Listen, Newcastle, big man. <laughs> I think it's true though. I, no, I I think it's true. I think we 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 can run jokes. We can run agendas. We all know, you know, Pepe is not the player any of us thought he would be. But the truth is, um, if he's good for anything, it's the potential to to to, to get a goal. He does possess some sort of goal threat. So. Boy, yeah, it sounds like him, him, to me like you got some stocks over there, bro. <laughs> you nah, better sell it now, bro. No, nah, I'm calling it. I'm I'm calling it as it is, man. We know that, man. We we know that. We've seen. I can't lie, man. Yeah, I even think I'm not the bench. doing this. But no, I, I I agree mostly with what you're saying. Like you know, I'm not in dispute. I, for for me, it's 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 bad. It's bad optics. <laughs> it's bad him coming off the bench and doing what he done at one nil. And you know, you look at him and you just see he cuts a very frustrating player. He's not that guy. And I think people have to accept. People just have to accept it. We've taken a yeah. fat L with this one. We've just got to hold it. You know what I mean? And just and just and just pray that there's a way out for him. But 
still for me, uh, yeah, come on, man. Like, he's good to come off the bench at least and get a goal. Whether it's for Ivory Coast or Arsenal, he should be. He should he come, be. He did come off the bench, though, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he came he off, did, he came he off the bench. Like, yeah. I can't lie to you. I'm, I'm at a point here yeah, where, like, the words Pepe and goods, like, they're just... I can't put them in the same yeah, setting. Can't. And yeah. Like, yeah. I, hear you. I, I just did, but I, you know, I don't want to, bro. Mm. I yeah. can't. I shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. What about what about Nigeria lads? How, how are they getting on? They qualifying for the World Cup? <laughs> yeah. We we we, we got uh, we, 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 we're seeing one one draws against Cape Verde. That's all that's all we needed, man. That's all we needed. So honeymoon destination, no, you know. I'm not gonna lie, um, man. I saw uh, that. My man started Igalo and not um, Kelechi. I said, nah, man. I said, I ain't watching yeah, the this coach, shit, man. The coach, Boy, the coach is nasty, I, man. The I ain't watching this, man. That's kind of sad. So what happened? Do you, Nigeria in like a playoff, is it? Or yeah, all, all, all the African teams have to go to a playoff. There's no okay. automatic, uh, no automatic so, spots. Do you know who's in the play? Or? No, the draw's in December. But we're oh, in pot okay. one. We're in pot one. Okay. Um, any so any dangerous teams in pot two? I think Cameroon are in pot two. I think Mali are in pot two. Um, yeah. so, hey, uh, uh, how, um, how's, how's Jamaica looking for the qualifications? Uh, I, I see Antonio slapping one in. Boy, I man. mean, you know, do you know who they might like, get they're in? Like, they're like sixth. They're like you behind, who, like. You know who they might get in? Because he's definitely Panama in England caps. And your boy Joe Willock, man. They might get him in there, bro. Yeah, they might have to. They might, yeah, they might have to get him and and Amari Gray. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. That's, a, that's nice. Oh, anyway. At least. Anyway, anyway, let's um let's talk about the big game that's coming on on Saturday. Um, who's that? Good? You know, it's been a while since that Watford game, hasn't it? It's this international break has dragged quite a bit. And is this the we've got another international break in like January, don't we? Is it um is it as close as January? March. I think it not might too much. Is it oh is it not till March? Okay, so we've got like three or four months of just straight football. Um, which is right, that's good to hear. So the game should come thick and fast, even though we're only in like one competition. But you know, the, it, it starts now against Liverpool. We've been on this great run, you know. We're, the mood is high. When was last time, you know, we as a football club were in as good spirits as we are now? It's been quite, a, it's been quite a while, right? Like pre pre Emery, I would say, um, you know, back end years of Wenger, we were all quite dejected. So even if we were like fifth or sixth, it it never really felt that way because we had fallen so much from our level that you know fifth and sixth, we're looking at. We were looking at fifth and sixth as we're looking at like eighth and ninth. Now it was the same kind of feeling about it, you know. We just didn't see that upward trajectory, and now I think we're seeing we're seeing a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Um, got a few criticisms for, about the pod last week, saying you guys were a bit too negative. You know, it's, it's where, where's where's the jubilation, lads? Where is the positive vibes? Where is the good feeling? You know, are you not feeling good? We're I not, am. We're not, we're, not, we're not trying to let the, the, the ops dunk on us later in the season. Here. Fuck you get me? Everyone, ops, man. The everyone, ops, everyone, the ops are behind being us. Measured. The ops are behind us. <laughs> Everyone's being measured. Do you know what's mad here? Is I'm seeing bare um, the media. They're they're bigging us up a bit too much. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not liking it. I want us to go a bit more under the radar. Want us to go a bit more under the radar. Personally, like I was seeing today, 
on the Premier League app, you know, the, those articles that they do for fantasy football and that. They go the five title contenders, uh, next fixtures and stuff. They got Arsenal there and stuff like this. And wow. I'm like, you know what? You know, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I'm feeling about about all of that. You know, from uh, from third it parties. Smart, it, it yeah, obviously it's 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 nice. <laughs> it's nice to read, shows. It's nice to read, but you know, you got you got you got. That's you the thing, though, man. Stay, yeah, keep it easy. Listen, keep it yeah. Easy. Since, since, since the streets are since, saying that it's, um, Arteta's best ten to fifteen days in the job. Mm. In his in his time in that, and I'm saying, God damn, is this what we're is this what? But we're the thing is, Shams, the thing is, you know, since the transfer windows closed, right? You know where we tell, are in the league. You're gonna tell me something, oh, We're top of the league, mate. Lewis, man, <laughs> they're gonna do this touchy gooners. They're gonna do Arsenal fans since the transfer window. Closed. We are top of the league, my friend. I don't wanna hear this, man. Eight games, six wins, this. two draws, twenty points. Only four goals conceded. You know, Can I 13, give my take on it? 13 How many goals, goals scored? scored? How many goals scored? 13. All comps? Well, it's... All league. It, just in, in eight, the league. In eight yeah. games. Just yep. in the mm. league. Only Chelsea and Liverpool have scored more goals than us. You know? Mm. No, it's only Chelsea have conceded less than us. You know? Listen. Listen. We are, we are doing something, lads. We are doing something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is yet. All right, I don't know what it is. Hey, Louis, shall I load the predictions? Yeah, shall I load the predictions? Listen, <laughs> we could, the thing is, I think I was the one that said we'd finish like sixth. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I had the highest prediction out of all of us. Actually, you probably you know? did, you know. That, that, because that might be true. I always, I always felt like that the 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 mean of this team, yeah. Given the run that we saw at the back end of last season, where we brought in Odegaard, we brought in uh, Emil Smith-Rowe, I always felt like the mean of that team was between fourth and sixth, somewhere in that region. We had a poor start to the season, no doubt. But I always felt like this team had the, had the quality to finish in the top six. And we showed last season that we were capable of putting a run of, what, 20 games together, where we have... The fourth between the fourth and the sixth best results in the league, and I could see that continuing this season. And who knows? Maybe we do better than that this season. Maybe we do better than that. Maybe we don't. Maybe we, maybe we completely fall apart. But I think this game against Liverpool is going to be a good measuring stick to see exactly where we are. Right? Liverpool are not. Um, they're not like sorry. They're not invincible. They're not invincible. They're not impregnable. They're two points ahead of us. You know, considering we lost our first three games of the season in embarrassing fashion, yeah, they're only two points ahead of us. So um, they 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 showed last week against uh, that in the last game week against West Ham that listen, you can get at you can get at Liverpool. You go toe to toe with Liverpool, you can get at them. And if you go toe to toe with their midfield, you can you can have a go at them. And um, I think we have a chance to go to Anfield. And I feel something about this game that I haven't felt about going to Anfield in quite a while. I do feel like we can get a result. I do feel oh, like we can get a result. Man, they're setting you up for a fool, man. I don't they're care. I don't think it's beyond the realms of possibilities that we that we go there and get a draw. I really don't I think. Do you know what? I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think it is a time to be optimistic for fans. I think that's right. I think that's valid. I think the 
there, there are, I don't want to say evidence, there are some indications that, you know, things have been better, definitely um, following on from those initial three games. I think there are still some things, and I, I, I think the reason why some fans feel the handbrake, there are still some things that you still kind of worry about, you still query. Some of that is about the, the, the coach himself and his selections and his preferences, although he seems to be more settled now on a, um, you know, on his strongest 11. Um, still the way that we attack doesn't entirely convince me. The way that we control games or aren't able to control games still doesn't entirely convince me. And I don't feel that the uh, teams that we've played outside of those first three games have been um, have been that strong. So I've expected to see more in those games. And I'm satisfied that the results have gone our way. But I'm... <laughs> I know, they're mugging you that. I'm satisfied <laughs> that the results have gone our way. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I yeah. thought I looked at that comment. I thought, "What's he fucking talking about?" And then I looked at Dan with the headset on. <laughs> that is crazy. Mackie's drive-through and that. Yeah, I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied that the results have gone away, but there's still something that, um, like, it, it still feels like there's something that's missing, and that's fine. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe we're not where we need to be, but also the other thing is that there's a need for me to be measured because the the, the Brentford game. We got kind of etched out from history. That was just, that was not something that was supposed to happen. And yet they beat us so convincingly. Um, the uh, Chelsea game and the City game, we were well beaten there. We were well beaten there. Since then, I'd say bar Leicester, we haven't really come up against anyone who I wouldn't have expected to have, have, have beaten. The only thing I would say about that Shabs, right? The only thing I would say about that Shabs, right, is if if you set our objection and our target at the start of the season as finishing the top six, right? Who would have been our competitors for top six? They would have been Tottenham. They would have been Leicester, potentially Villa. Some people were saying. I don't think. Oh yeah, potentially people were saying that. Some people listen. Some people were saying Villa, but definitely Tottenham and Leicester. Yeah. But definitely mm-hmm. Tottenham and Leicester, right? We can yeah. say that unequivocally. Yeah. Yeah. So, United, I think we have to Chelsea, take... Obviously, yeah. City... Yeah. We haven't played yeah. United and, no. you know, and but I, I think you have to give those... those wins to the same teams. But p- t- people will say, we're poor. Mm. I get, you know, listen, oh, yeah. don't get me wrong. I respect it. I appreciate it. I, I'm, I'm in a better place than I would have been had we not picked up the points, definitely. But there's still something that, if people are saying, oh, we're, we're negative, I'm not negative, I'm being measured. And I'm explaining the reason why I'm being measured, the reason why there's still a bit of a handbrake on, are because there's still certain things which um, are yet to convince me fully. And that's, yeah. and, and that's all it is. That's where I'm at. Yeah, let's be, let's be honest. We all know we need, we need more consistency. We've seen the team put a run together at the end of last season. Um, now they're putting uh, a run together at the start of this season. How long can this go on for? Are we going to be still around those kind of places in Jan, February? I mean, for me, having finished back-to-back eighth, for me, the main thing is finishing in European place. That's my expectation. If he doesn't... I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Buda, then he should go. We spent a lot of money. The team looks like it's in a good shape, good age of a lot of players. We have a lot of... Uh, we've said this a lot of times, that we think we have a lot of players that we believe in and they can do things on the football pitch. And um, I think the team is playing now at the level that they should be playing at and they should have played at more last season. Mm. Yeah, we finally found the right formula and we should be finishing in a, in a European place. Um, but I'm not going to jump the gun, you know, until I see us actually do that. Because there's one thing putting a run together of eight, ten games, which we have done before. Um, when we finished eighth, um, we've done that before. We've done that when he first came in and when he um, won the FA Cup as well. We've, we've put runs together. It's more. We need more than that, especially compete mm-hmm. with the teams that we're competing against. And at the start of the season, I always said... Like I'm not, I'm not buying into this thing that oh our rivals are too strong, right? Head, head, like they're all gonna be too strong. United bought too. Look at what United are doing right now, you know. That's the same thing that happened with Chelsea when Lampard was the manager there. That's the same thing that happened with Liverpool for like half the season the other year. Like there's always someone that's gonna drop out a little bit. You need Leicester, to be consistent. Yeah. yeah, Leicester this year. You need to be consistent. Spurs did that. Um, Spurs competed for the league. Until December last year, where mm. did they finish? You know, how many points ahead of us <laughs> when we mm. like was, we were basically fighting relegation for a couple of weeks? So, Dan, do you, do you not do you not think there is an argument to say we have been consistent though? If you yeah, look no, up the no, results over the last year, oh. only two teams have taken more points than us: Chelsea yeah. and Man City. I think it is, isn't it? Is are those the teams, Chelsea and Man City? Do you know, I think you can yeah. argue that in the league. You could argue that in the league, but I think across all competitions. We've taken some else, man. That we, that, we have that we Europa have. League stuff. I can't lie. That mm-hmm. hit my chest differently, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it did. It I was, did. I was. I was. What was that? I was in Monaco. I was watching this game on a small screen, bro. Do you imagine watching that game on a small screen with that lineup? Ah, oh, man. I was in severe pain, bro. So listen, I need to get over that. <laughs> listen, but it's not easy. So. For me, in the league, I think we've been kind of consistent since maybe Jan. I think maybe and Jan. Yeah. I think I think a major caveat to that sort of league form is there. I think you know how people talk about you know XG and there being um, game state, right? I do think that um, a soft factor involved in that form um, is the fact that there was basically no pressure on this team um, to do anything because of how badly we started last season, right? Um, the only way was up in terms of how how we've been. And I think the, the, the key thing to point out in last season is that we, we got ourselves into a position where I think it was, you know, we were, you know, sort of six, seven points from top four. Someone will drop points. There'll be an opportunity for Arsenal to capitalise because we're playing after everyone on the Sunday or the Monday because of Europa League. 
and then um <laughs> and then um and and we would we would fumble the bag you know i think we were on a decent run of form last year um there was an opportunity to go within three four points um of top four then we would lose to everton then there was an opportunity for us to um go three four points uh within top four and then we draw to fulham and then it was only then once the, and then uh big pressure game of the season against Villarreal, as Dan said, um, we couldn't score one goal um, in open play in two legs. You know, we went crashing out. And then once our season was basically over, we then win five games again in a row. Um, so I think a big question mark about this team is how we perform when there's pressure on, when mm. something's on the line um, in the league. Because I think for the past few seasons, we've not been able to pull that game-to-game consistency when something's on the line. And I think just, just looking at this season as well, um, I, I think when you're talking about, um, you know, that thing that's missing, um, I do think it's the, it's, it's the goal-scoring side of things um, from us. So if you look at it, um, uh, we scored 13 goals this season in the league, um, and that was in eight games um, after the first three games where we, couldn't, we didn't score a single goal. Um, six of them have come against um, Tottenham and Aston Villa, right? So the, the remaining seven goals have come in uh, six games this 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 season, right? So you know that's um, that's 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 for me not not particularly good enough, especially when you look at the teams that we played in those six games. So you know one nil against Burnley, one nil against Norwich, one nil. Um, against who was it that we played the other day, Watford, um, who are, I think are in the bottom five teams um, in the league this year. Uh, and then you look at uh, a nil-nil at Brighton. Brighton have a good defence um, this season, so maybe you can give them the blight. But I think going forward, we've not really shown enough for me to have faith. I think defensively, we've been fantastic. I actually will say that much. And that's something that I will have um, very good optimism about. I like the back five and how they're looking, whether that's Tierney or Tavares. Um, I think Tommy Asu's come in and been very good. Ben White, Gabriel Ramsdale seem to have formed um, a very good relationship back there between the three of them. So, you know, I, I will say that the defence is looking good. We're looking compact as a team. We're not giving teams a lot of chances to score against us. But I just think going forward, we're not quite hitting the heights um, that I think um, would really inspire fans to, you know, sort of let the, you know, um, the chains off and start really, really believing that we can do something um, this season. Because if we're packing Watford 3 0, uh, we're beating um, uh, Norwich 4 0, slapping Burnley 3 0, um, I think people would be a lot, lot more confident. Because if you're looking at the table, we've scored half the goals of these other teams, like West Ham, they're slapping teams. You know, West Ham scored three against Liverpool. Um, mm. West, like they're putting teams away and scoring a lot of goals in the process. So that's where I'm just a bit nervous about getting behind them because if we concede a goal, I'm not sure we've got the you know the minerals to go and then score two in reply. Mm. I, 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 it's an interesting point you're saying. That, you know, I was just looking, just quickly having a look at the XG stats. You know, over the last eight games, you know, they're very much in line with. You know, the amount of goals we've scored, you know, uh, XG for the last eight games is 13, which is the sixth best in the league level with West Ham, Brentford and a little bit less than Man City. So, you know, and um, Liverpool and Chelsea are, 
you know, further clear. But um, I do feel like we are just starting to click a little bit offensively. I did see, I know that, I know we only beat Watford 1-0, but I think we all said in the, in the post-match, the game really should have been 3 or 4-0. And if not for, you know, a poor game from Aubameyang in terms of finishing-wise, um, we we, sh- we probably should have. And, you know, I, I, I do see an improvement in that way because, you know, the, the games against um, uh, Norwich, we didn't really create much, you know. We, I don't think we could come out of that Norwich game and be like, yeah, we should have yeah. won that game 4-0. Oh, I think a 1-0 or a 2-0 win in that Norwich game, Norwich game would have been was was fair enough. But in that Watford game, I just I did I really did feel like something clicked and we, we should have scored a lot more. We should have scored a lot more in that game. And um offensively that was the first game just small that, signs. Yeah, sorry, sorry to cut in. That was the first mm. maybe the first, apart from the Spurs game, probably. That was the first game when I felt like, raw. we actually creating a number of openings, a number. Mm. And this is what we like been banging on about on the pod for weeks where we said, listen, most teams create a number of openings and they don't finish the game 5-0 every week. They'll win mm. one or two nil. And this is what happened with us in the Watford game. We still create enough openings to win that game, even with missing a penalty, even with mm. Aubameyang um, 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 not being good in converting his chances. Even Saka wasn't that great in converting some of the half sort of chances that you get. If he would have lost that game or drew that game, people would be clipping up these these half chances and the chances would be like, oh, we, you know, this is what happens in football. People, players miss chances. We just need to create more openings. And I, I agree with you, Lou. I think that's the first game when I felt like, okay, they're clicking more. They're playing at a better pace, like a better tempo. And... I think it was encouraging in particular in that Watford game because Partey didn't even play. Mm. Um, so I felt like there, there's probably another gear that we can go into um, in terms of like opening teams up. I felt like um, Saka, again, like, it's very, like, he doesn't even have to score sometimes to just be good. Like he, He's so secure on the ball. He brings other team members into play. Into play. He, yeah. he, he shields the ball. He protects it so well. He yeah. makes a big, big difference. Then ESR is now... He's, like, I mean, we know he was very good for the last six months. He's even he's another level now. Well, no, he's scoring goals. He's, yeah. he's taking the game, trying to take the game by the scruff of the neck, trying to take responsibility. I mean, Aubameyang is working the socks off. I still don't think his finishing has been up, up to scratch right now. But he's working hard. He's working off the ball very well. He's making, he is always making runs. He's still making those runs. And like I said, it's putting a shift in now. And I think what we now need is for Udegaard to step up. I think his cameos looked okay. I'm not going to say it was great. I think it was okay. Um, he obviously has quality. Uh, I rate the guy a lot, but brother, if you don't start playing properly, man, we're going to flog you. And, <laughs> we need, <laughs> and we need options off the bench. And I think that's where Pepe is a, a big, a big, a big issue for us, really. But we, even Pepe alone is is not even a good Pepe alone is not enough. We need we need options off the bench. And we need variety as well off the bench because right now for me, it is one-dimensional. We do look very secure, at the, but I think um, Arteta's got the defensive balance correct. You know, we, we we look very secure on that side of of of, of the map of games. Um, but transitioning into the final third and kind of stepping things up, we're still like a patient football inside or we kind of have this option where we can go um, and hit teams on the break with the way that ESR um, carries the ball out and with the way that um, 
Saka runs in behind, Oba running the channels, um, Partey getting his head up and hitting a quick switch. So there's that option there. But yeah, I, I, I don't think there's a great deal of variety in our attack and in the way that we um, can play against teams. If you kind of match us up and leave us open, I think we can create those openings. But the teams that um, are just elite and defend well, um, the teams that can match up physically or the teams that um, really sit deep and we need to break down, I think their struggles, man. I think their struggles. And I think a lot of teams are just going to go out and set themselves up to play that way against us. So I, I think that's what it is. It still doesn't... I'm happy, but I'm not entirely convinced yet. I think there are still uh, things that I need to see. And that's not me criticising... Um, Arteta, actually, I think, yeah, credit to him. You know, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm one who, you know, calls for his head when he's not doing good enough. And I, I still, you know, I still think there's a lot more room to go. But credit to him for the things that are working well. But we can be better going forward. We can be better um, creating chances. We can be better moving the ball quicker. We can be better controlling games um, for longer periods. So still room to go, man. Yeah. Let, let's talk a little bit about Liverpool and, and what we do in this game. You know, Liverpool, probably, probably the worst place to go in the Premier League, right? In in over the last three or four years, maybe, maybe debatable between that and Etihad, right? No one no one really wants to go to these places. Me personally is, is Anfield because I just feel like we've had games at Etihad where, you know, we've lost like 1-0 and, you know, a bit, bit you know, you just, we just kind of gone there and rolled over and got a little little beat. And obviously we got our ass handed to us this year. But Anfield is where I've suffered some real slappings, you know, at Anfield. And it, it does give you that, that bit of anxiety. But also, I look back at the years and, you know, we've had some amazing victories at Anfield, you know. Going, going oh, like, 30, 30 years back, we've, we've had amazing victories at Anfield. And, you know, a lot of the times against the odds as well where people didn't expect us to go there and win. And I just want to look at this Liverpool team. Um, I know they've got um, a few injury concerns, but I don't know how much of that is, um, you know, them keeping their cards close to their Mind chest. Games. Mind games, you know. They are releasing, like, pictures of, you know, players back in training and stuff like that. Um, do we have any expectation on, on how Liverpool set up and, you know... Um, any particular weaknesses we see from Liverpool? Because we've seen, you know, Van Dijk is back this year, but a lot of um, critique about him saying he is not the Van Dijk of old, which, you know, is fair enough. I mean, if he bloody was, I mean, kudos to that doctor, kudos to his physiotherapy team, because that is a remarkable recovery, right? But um, do you guys see any any flaws in this, in this Liverpool side and, you know, the side that they potentially will put out against us on Saturday? I think there's a yeah. few ways we can attack them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yes. It's same. about executing a game plan and well. Um, I mean, we know he's a fantastic player, Trent, going forward. Um, his crosses are whips. Um, and we should we should try. I think one, I remember one game when I think we played like a weird diamond and we just allowed Liverpool to cross. And the, the, the strategy was we just had the ball when they crossed into the box. But the quality of their crosses are too good. They're going to get one or two chances of that and they have pretty good finishes as well. So that was a sort of strategy that 
I get what the what the thinking was, but in 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 terms of execution, that that's not going to work because at some point the quality is going to come through. Was Whereas that now, an Emory like, game? Yes, what, that was one yeah. of Emory's games. Yeah, I remember that 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 game was horrible, man. They they finished yeah. us like four nil within the first half or something like that. So it was, it was just like I feel business. like we, we got a set up to fail. Yeah. Whereas now I feel like. Okay, I don't know. I don't know if Robertson or um, that Greek guy is going to play, but I think on the right side for sure, we need to we need to we need to chase down Trent. He can't be allowed just whipping the ball in like like at will, like he wants. He needs to be yeah. put under pressure, and I think we need to be very very sort of concentrated in our effort to get in behind him. We know yeah. that boy don't like to defend. He yeah. don't like to defend. He just yeah. doesn't. Like, don't get me wrong. He's a top top player with the ball at his feet. One of the best in the world, one of the best right footers of and uh, work football right now, probably in terms of shooting, passing, long, and crossing. But that boy does not like to defend. He does not like running backwards. So yeah. we need to make it difficult for him to cross the ball in, and we need to very concentratedly break into his channel. Um, yeah. And Van Dijk also doesn't like to engage. So if Van Dijk plays on, I think it probably is Matic that plays on that side. But if if Van Dijk was to play on that side, for example, that's a channel where we can get him behind. And there's a defender that's not gonna come at come at you steaming at you. You you can gain time if you have someone like ESR who can carry the ball. <laughs> so I think that we've actually got a good match to expert them on our side. That matchup is gonna be very interesting. Um, mm. and don't get me wrong, I don't think it's a super, super weakness, but it is a weakness that we can exploit. Um, there's also the thinking of their quality is very, very strong, like Trent and Salah on the same side. Fuck me, like they they could turn up and just do a madness, but I think there is there is some some weakness on our side. We need to try explore that. And then the second weakness, I think, for me, is I think their midfielders are very sort of um they try to force the ball a lot. They play a lot of first time balls. So I feel like we need to be able to either cut those pulls out very very fast and very quickly, or be very good at defending those balls and then breaking from them. Essentially, I feel like. We know certain certain weapons that they utilize. We need to try minimize them or have a very good plan in place for when it doesn't work to the level that they want. So that's how I think I approach the game. I think Liverpool, in terms of the way they play, very predictable. Very predictable. They're not going to switch it up, but it's just very hard to stop. And that's where our plan needs to be rather than, um, you know, trying to think. I think, you know, when you play against Pep, he might do something different. He might do something crazy. Liverpool are not going to do that. You know what they're going to do, but trying to stop them or counteracting them is the difficult part. And I think what West Ham did really well is they pressured them in midfield. Pressured mm. them in midfield. Their passing wasn't as effective because they were put under pressure. The first time things don't didn't work, they they had less confidence in playing it through the middle, through the lines. Um, you have to be physical with them as well, midfield, because they will be physical with you. So I feel like midfield, definitely, we need parts in there and we need... Ainsley met the mouse. I can't lie. This is a boy. This is, he, he's got the physical capabilities to go backwards and forwards. I need him to be on game. Like, mm. listen, I mean, Lokonga is doing okay, but I don't think he has the intensity or physical capabilities to compete in a game that could be potentially hectic. And I've seen Ainsley met mouse. I mean, Ruin references this game every twelve hours. But we've seen him in a we've seen him in a away game at a big side do oh, really traffic. well. He did it against United. That was a hectic game, physical game. He in a very, very weak team as well. He, he... Mm -hmm. 
Really, uh, yeah. Another another Ainsley made another classic. Yeah, is that what you man saying? He's had <laughs> he's had good games against Liverpool before. He had he locked up he locked up Salah in yeah. uh, one of our victories, didn't? Yeah, uh, one of our victories at the Emirates. Knocked him down. So when I was yeah. saying what I was saying about Tierney, people was like, "No, he has." I was like, "Nah, man, we're mistaken." Ainsley, I remember Ainsley locking down Salah and being able to deal with him. I don't remember Tierney doing it too many times. If I'm being honest with you. Salah's but, never um, scored whilst Tierney's I, been on the pitch. I think they worked. I think they worked quite. I think they worked quite well um, together. I think it was yeah. Tierney at left side. Okay, yeah. yeah. But, but, but Ainsley's been the lockdown one v one guy, and that's and that's and that's what I mean more than anything. But mm. I mean, I completely agree. I agree with um, German Dan. I mean, my my thoughts about how you get at them and where their weaknesses are definitely Trent side more than Robertson side, but. If you play and target the ball in behind their fullbacks, I think it's a it's an obvious vulnerability. So it's a bit of a soft spot for them, um, both sides as well. I think Robertson obviously is the more competent uh, defensive player, um, but he still gets up a lot. I think you know Saka can 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 cause some problems for there, and if we can um, switch the ball, if we can win the ball back quickly in the midfield, and 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 get the ball in behind um, the, the the left or right fullbacks to ESR to Saka. I think we've got chances of hurting them there. Um, I think Oba up against Virgil Van Dijk for the physical battle. I'd say no, but if there are situations where you can get him isolated and in a foot race, because Virgil don't look like you know Vir Virgil don't look like he can run. With the intensity that he he was able to prior to the um, prior to the injury, um, you know there were a couple of times in that Brentford game where he just looked like like he couldn't. We were talking about Tony in the air, but actually anything on the ground, Virgil was really struggling with to cover ground to get across. There were moments where like you know he was livid with his defensive partner saying, "Oh, you need to make these runs. You need to cover." Me. Do you know what I mean? So there are telltale signs there, but. Brentford definitely gave us a bit of an indicator against Liverpool about how you set up and how you um, in, um, play with intention against them. I think there was a hint of good fortune in the Brentford game, but Brighton done it again. Again, very good blueprint. And then West Ham done it the other day. So, yeah, there yeah. are opportunities, but it, it is about being able to match their physicality and their intensity, I, I think, especially in, the, especially in the middle of the park. Yeah, we I definitely think... need to get Virgil something to think about, man, because this guy, he's, he's playing football like an IT desk desk manager right now. Just hella delegating, bruv. Let this man work on something, bro. <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting that you guys mentioned that, you know, this ball in behind that potentially could could um, could um hurt Liverpool. And I, I remember the game at the Emirates last year that we lost 3-0. And, you know, the first half wasn't great. Um, I remember Tini went off injured at halftime. We just completely collapsed in in the second half. But one of the one of the key things about that game that really stood out to me was that it was one of our only games without Emil Smith Rowe, and yeah. it was no coincidence to me that we just lacked an out ball. And it was one of the games that really stood out to me in terms of. You know, we were debating at the time, you know, Erdegaard, Emil Smith-Rowe, you know, who's the better player? Who has the biggest influence on our team? And it was that game that I said, like that game kind of contributed to my thinking that Emil Smith-Rowe is a better player than Erdegaard. 
Odegaard completely disappeared in that game. He didn't want to, you know, he just didn't have the tools in his arsenal to deal with what, you know, the, the, the game plan that we were trying to execute. And, you know, you talk about this ball in behind and Emil Smith-Rowe, we, we've seen him do it n- numerous times this season. But, you know, his, his great games against Chelsea, against um, Spurs have all been that little thinking behind him getting onto the end of things, causing havoc in that half space. And I feel like that, not in that half space, in that wide space, sorry. And I, I do feel like um, that game at the Emirates last season where we lost 3-0, we just had none of that. You know, we had no, Erdegaard's so ball orientated, you know, that um, he wants an out ball to Erdegaard is, you know, he needs to be, he's not getting beyond anyone. You know, he's taking the ball maybe on the half turn or, you know, in deep little pockets. But that that doesn't help you relieve pressure all the time. Um, Sometimes you have to go direct. You have to get your team up the pitch. Give Trent something to think about. You know, if Trent is running more towards his own goal, you know, then that's good for us. Because he's going to think twice about keeping on bombing forward. And I think there's no better player for us. And, and, And maybe, you know, right now in the Premier League, then someone like Emil Smith-Rowe making those runs in behind, you know? We've seen mm-hmm. him score some great goals this year um, doing that exact same thing. And I do think he's going to be... This is... If we're going to get anything from this game, it's going to be an Emil Smith-Rowe game. Yeah, he, I, this, He's going to be the key in this game, I think. I, I think um, I think um, that's, that's really spot on. I think that whole left side is a big... Um, it's a big ask and it's going to be a lot of responsibility played on Smith Rowe if he's playing on that left and Tavares um, or Tierney, whoever plays out of the two of them. Um, personally, I would go with Tavares because I think in terms of that um, that question mark that you're, you're, you're talking about, giving them something to think about going the other way, um, when you are under a lot of pressure, having someone there who can drive from your own half, um, take a couple of people out of game, um, come back onto his right foot and play off his right foot um, as well uh, is really, really helpful. And I think as well, it's a game, uh, this game, uh, it's Liverpool away. I think it is a game of um, big personalities um, because I think, you know, for all the the, the game plans that we've spelled out today, you know, trying to um, play the ball in behind, look for the out ball, etc. Um, Liverpool are the kind of team that they they suffocate you and they say no matter what your plan is to stop us, you know we're gonna pam you, you know, um, and and they keep you they keep you camped in your own half. And I think um, it was it was the the Man City Liverpool game where Klopp even said you know sometimes City are just so good that they stop you from playing playing your way. And then they he had to give them sort of a hair dry treatment at halftime, saying you know what you're giving them too much respect. Um, and you're not playing your football in the second half, they improved. And I think where we've sort of struggled in recent years at Anfield is that, you know, we've not necessarily had the personalities to, you know, sort of show that bravery and try and play that game, um, maybe play out of the press that Liverpool um, try and do. And I think it's it's a big game for the likes of Ramsdale. It's a big game for the likes of Gabriel and Ben White um, in terms of keeping that line pushed up 
um, rather than sinking back um, into into your box. If Partey's fit, it's a big game for him that we've seen him do it at Anfield for Atletico Madrid, you know, play out of the press, um, win your duels against the likes of Fabinho, um, Henderson uh, and who else. And I think the fact that Wijnaldum's actually gone is a, is a big plus point for teams playing against Liverpool because I think Fabinho without Wijnaldum this season, I think when teams have, you know, come on to him um, physically, um, he struggled without the legs there next to him because Henderson, you know, he's been, he's had a lot of injuries this year. Curtis Jones, he's injured. So, you know, you're really looking at the likes of Keita, Thiago, uh, James Milner um, and these guys to sort of be the legs um, in midfield. And so, you know, I think um, the the dual the dual guys that we have there, the dual winners, Partey, Maitland-Niles, um, if they really, you know, sort of show the personality to to go out, win those duels. Um, Dan, I think you mentioned in the group, um, you know, Rice and Suchek, you know, on the ball, they're not um, particularly not fantastic, that. you know, but, you know, on the transition, in the duels, they're top, top. So, you know, if you're saying to Liverpool, we're not going to let you just walk all over us. We're not going to let you just press us. We're going to win our duels as well. We're going to come out with the ball. Um, I think we we need we need some personality in this game, you know, um, and and it's a big obviously it's a young squad, but it's a big ask of some of these guys, and I just hope that um, we see some of that personality because I think the guys are capable. You know, I've got one thing to add. Well, I think it's going to be an avenue for goals for us potentially in this game, and that's set pieces. Mm-hmm. We've been very 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 successful from set pieces in the last couple of games, and correct me if I'm wrong. When I've watched Liverpool. When they concede, yeah. it's been set pieces. Set pieces been pamming them this season. Pamming them these, against them. These boys don't want to see Gabriel on the paint. They don't want to see him, bro. I'm telling you. I'm Partey yeah, now. Think... <laughs> yeah, Partey. <laughs> I, I do think that's a big avenue, of, especially corners. I think that they, again, they've West only Ham conceded. Game. They've only conceded three from set pieces, but um, how many in that West Ham game? Two. Two, I think. It yeah, two, it two might be a three of. West Ham are big on set pieces. Like they're, they're an issue yeah. for absolutely everyone. From I think we've got more set pieces than them, though. Sorry? Yeah. I think we've I think... got more set pieces than them. Yeah. Arsenal are top. But they, oh, really? uh, Liverpool are also top. Joint top oh, yeah, with okay. us about scoring set pieces. So, I think Brentford... Maybe they do want to see Gabriel on the paint. I think Brentford calls them a lot of issues from set pieces and long balls. Um as well, even though I don't think they scored from them, I think watching that match when I was bowing in the Discord yeah, and that, yeah, they were um, you know, the, 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 you know, we were, we were, we were, we were screaming VVD's name a lot um, in that game because he was getting dunked on. So, you know, I think it's a even if you're not scoring from them, it's a way of creating pressure, you know, and and, and making the defenders feel um, a bit of unease. Um, mm-hmm. Firstly, if if you're dangerous. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. 
Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. On those attacking situations. So, you know, I think it's a free hit for us. They've um they've actually I'm just checking their XG against stuff here. So they've got an XG against of over four from set pieces this season. So that's you know it's quite that's quite a lot just to just to put that in comparison to us. Um, XG against uh, free for us. So what that means who knows <laughs> you know just, uh, it means both, both, both teams to score yeah from a set piece yeah, yeah both teams score from a set piece hook it or book it sky bet <laughs> yeah but I, I i think this game's a free hit for us man i think it's um like people are saying it's a test but you know i think it's more about the performance um and the intent of how we try and play i think liverpool can be got at um but you know, it's it's been a techie ground for us in recent years. You know, I was saying to Fahi on the on the Patreon piece um, that's coming out that we ain't we ain't won there since um, twenty twelve. You know, so so it's a it's 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 a long day. It's a long day. But saying that, one at Old Trafford, first time fourteen years last season. One at Stamford Bridge, first time in ten years last season. So you know, maybe Arteta can start. Uh, building on some 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 good records for us uh, rather than the bad ones. Yeah, hundred percent. Just just before we wrap things up, then I do want to talk about just some key, um, ma- like that key uh, position um, t- team choices for us. Sorry, um, you know most of the team pretty much speaks for itself, right? You know we've got a very consistent team now where there aren't really any contentious, um, you know. Up, place up for grabs you know some might say that's a bad thing not enough competition but I quite like it I quite like having that set all team in that we know is going to go onto the pitch with you know maybe two or three players that you rotate rotate in and out of that one of the players up for you know discussion at uh, one of the positions up for discussion actually is um you know the left back spot um you know would would you guys keep rolling the dice with Tavares you know he's been he's been in great form he's done really well um he offers something a little bit different to what Tierney does um Tierney a lot more conventional you know what you're gonna get um or would you uh bring Tierney back in not played for a month bit of a bit of a, a really tough game to bring Tierney back into actually um I guess it all depends on fitness, right? How fit is Tierney? Uh, did he play? Did he play for Scotland in midweek? I, I'm not too sure. If he, he did. did yeah, he, yeah did. he played both games. Played both he did. games. Right. Okay, that's interesting. Then, I mean, the only thing I, I I wouldn't want to start Tierney and then after 45 minutes we have to bring him off. I just feel like that's so unsettling. I really I, I don't like that at all. Um, I'm starting Tavares. So, I'm yeah, I, so. I think Tavares and Isa are building a good chemistry and connection at the moment, and they're, they're playing quite well in the last couple of games together. Mm-hmm. I don't see, I think Tini is obviously very good, um, but he's not had a great season so far, and uh, especially going forward, I don't think he's been that good. Um, mm-hmm. so Tavares has been quite good going forward, and he's been he's offered us sort of like a bit of a measured chaos factor. Like, you don't quite know what he's doing, but he's somehow doing it kind of thing, you know? 
So uh, and him and him and ESR work together quite well. And Tavares really, I think, most of them Tierney probably busts a gut to get forwards when mm. when when the ball is when we transition in carries think, it so well, doesn't he? Yes, I think I think he really busts a gut and even to overlap and give that um, added option to ESR. I think maybe maybe he's helped ESR in that regard to create more space for him. So I feel like let these boys play together again. They've done pretty well in the last couple of games and. Tierney, even though he's played two games for Scotland, he's not played in how many league games for Arsenal. I don't see the point in getting him back in our team um, just yet. Mm. Shabs, what about yourself? Yeah, man, I wouldn't risk Tierney for, for, for all of the reasons you've given above. Anfield away, that brother is going to be running. He's going to be running. Those legs are going to be working. That's a risk factor. If we're keeping it 100, it's a risk factor for Tierney. I don't want Tierney to... Um, come back into the mix in a game which we know is going to be played at a certain level, certain level of intensity. I don't want to see him breaking down after half an hour. I don't want to see him, you know, us being forced into a first half sub, um, which might disrupt our game plan or give them the edge or whatever. Um, and it might already be over by that stage, who knows? But yeah, part of it is because of that. The other part is because I just think the virus is, 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 I like the form that he's demonstrated coming into it. I think he's good on the overlap, but also he's good on the underlap as well. He can carry the ball inside. So there is that chaos factor. He, um, he can invert and he can invert his movement. He can invert his runs. He inverts his carries with the ball in terms of the way that he starts dribbling <laughs> at left back and carries the ball out over to all the way over to Saka's side. And we've seen that happen a few times, you know, in just like a, you know, in, in, in like four or five seconds, the ball's gone from left wing back to right wing. So, um, you know, yeah, man, I, I, I'm I I'm sticking with Tavares for the game, I'll be honest with you. Dan, uh, Cougs, what about yourself? Yeah, I'm the same, man. I think, um, you know, Tavares, it would be unfair on him to drop him for a big game. I think he's played in his way into contention um, and I think, you know, if it's a proper meritocracy and whatnot, someone who's been playing that well in these other games um, should get the nod uh, to, 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 to try and impress in a big game um, like like against Liverpool. Um, and I do think, you know, with the type of threat that Liverpool have, um, I like Tavares for this game. Um, I think the fact he's two-footed will help us, Shavs has mentioned, being able to play on the inside and the outside um, his, his ability to carry the ball um, and potentially be an out ball for us. Um, and his, just, his actual just PMP factor and ability to get up and down, um, I think, um, is, 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 a, is a real strength. And, and to, be, to be fair to Kieran Tierney, he's got very quite good PMP himself. Um, I think he's the fastest player at the club, um, uh, according to top speeds and all of that stuff. Um, but I think with Tierney, after he, after he comes back from an injury as well, it takes him a little bit of time, I think, to hit top form. He's not one of these guys that comes back in and then you get the best Tierney um, straight away. So um, I would say let's let's try and ease him back into the side. Um, we've got some easier games um, coming up. I think it's Newcastle at home. The next match out to Liverpool, that, that can be some, some a game where you drop Tierney in and see how, how he's doing. Um, for 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 ninety minutes and whatnot, we've got League Cup games coming up um, as well uh, after that. So you know, I think Tavares deserves deserves to start this game. 
Um, I saw some people speculating about playing both him and um, Tierney, but I'm not sure um, if that's the that's that's the right shout for this one. I'd like to see us, you know, keep doing what, what we're is doing. Go into a back three. Yeah, either a back or, three or, or Tavares left, left wing and stuff like that. It's a uh, I wouldn't revert but... away from what we're doing well. I really wouldn't. Yeah. I, you know, I, I just, I don't really see, you know, the point of that. I think, no, just not, not for me, not for me. Anyway, uh, uh, the the other position maybe, uh, you know, up for grabs is that centre midfield position. Looks like it's going to be a sh- shootout between Maitland Niles and Lakonga. Lakonga probably is further ahead in the pecking order is that is that is that fair to say maybe because he's the you know the 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 shiny new sign in and i think you know um he's been playing more of the game but i think ainsley has been the most impressive out of um out of the two even though lakonga has definitely improved in recent weeks but uh, you guys made points earlier about you know having to be really strong in duels and you know win that midfield battle and i think um lakonga hasn't quite shown it yet um he hasn't been poor don't get me wrong he hasn't he hasn't like i don't think he's been bossed about or anything he showed against leicester um you know leicester very strong midfield very very physical midfield played very well in that game you know um spurt he played against spurs didn't he uh lukonga can't remember villa sorry villa um very strong in that game so um what are you guys thinking with look uh, with the midfield situation and and a partner to Partey? Yeah, for for me, it depends on whether Partey is fit and available. But um, if he is, uh, if I had to pick out of the two, I'm I'm having. Ainsley why? Why is, Partey, is it? Is he not available? I think there was a there was a um, precaution, wasn't there? He missed the last game, missed. and he didn't he didn't play in either game for Ghana in this international break. So. Right. Um, it might be really. Yeah, but but yeah, yeah. We do. We we don't know, and I, and that's a worry for me. But these these are issues for another pod. To be fair, but um, it depends on Partey's availability. If Partey's fit, um, who I want to partner him out of the options that we have is Ainsley Maitland-Niles in that game away from home at Liverpool. Where I I, I don't think we're going to see much of the ball at midfield. I don't think we're going to have a lot of time on the ball. Again, um, the argument there sometimes against Ainsley has been about his quality with the ball. For me, this will be a pick based on what he can do out of possession and what he gives us. And I like his mobility. I like the way he gets around. I was talking about him um, last week on the pod. I like his use of, uh, of, of his body. I think it's very intelligent usage of his body where he's able to keep up with um, his man athletically and then he just uses his body to kind of get in the way and um he inconveniences his um his opponent and wins the ball back intelligently there doesn't really have to commit fouls doesn't really make erratic um decisions on the defensive side so yeah and i think i can rely on him in terms of his his spacing his capacity to cover ground but also his initial positioning as well i think it's i think um there's some good things there about Ainsley. 100%. 100%. Um, I, I, I agree. I think I think I'd prefer Ainsley Maitland Niles in this game just because I feel like I know I'm going to get that physical, you know, that 
I know I'm going to get that out of him. I do. I've still got Ainsley Maitland Niles kind of like PTSD of you know him just falling asleep in midfield, but he does seem like he's maturing a bit as a footballer. He's you know I, I love the comments from Arteta about him you know being um, you know more on the ball, his attention to details improving, concentration improving. I really because those are things that we've all spoken about with with Ainsley, right? It's that it's maybe not so much the the football side of things, it's the up here, you know, you know, are you are you invested in being, you know, everything that you can be in on the football pitch? And um, it's good to hear, man. And I, I really, I, I hope he does get the nod because if he puts a performance in in that game, it's it's the kind of game that could really transform his whole career. You know, like not to sound, not to make it sound like, you know, do or die kind of thing, but it's a game where if he, if he if he has a great game in that game, all of a sudden, it goes from could Ainsley Maitland-Niles be the partner for Partey in midfield? You know, could that be a thing? You know, does he then become hit the first choice there? You know, and I think it's a, it's a huge game for whoever plays in that midfield with Partey. If they have a good game, it's a it's a really um, it's a really great chance for them in print to to, to put their stamp on this Arsenal team and and make that centre midfield position their, their own um I, I i'm assuming we're all for um, lacazette playing as well over um, Odegaard or sorry yeah so i just just to go back on tavares maybe i'm bugging man but i i've been just i've been reading some some tweets and i do think tavares kind of reminds me a bit of Alfonso davis man in terms mm-hmm. of how fast he is how much pmp he's got he's left footed but comes on his right foot quite a bit I really see a lot of potential with Tavares now. Um, so, yeah, and that, that's all I wanted to add. And then on your question, yeah, I think Lacazette's got a, scar, a, scar, a start. Um, he gives you... We, we're talking about having to be able to compete physically in the middle of the park. Um, and I think what Lacazette definitely gives you is he works hard. He will put his body um, about. His ball head will be, will be everywhere um, trying to fight for the ball. I think he... He does make a good effort in pressing it and um, and um, disrupting the opposition midfield. I don't really think he gets close enough to the centre-backs to press them, but in terms of pressing the midfielders, he's actually quite good at that. So um, I, I would definitely start Lacazette. I think Odegaard, um, I know early on in the season, people were um, rec- um, sort of like giving him praise for his pressing. But really, I think it's good, but it's not it's not outstanding. I feel like Lacazette's pressing is probably better. Um, he's willing, he's a willing presser, Udegaard, but the effectiveness of his pressing still, you know, it's not it's not groundbreaking. And what he really should be giving us is ability on the ball. But I think this is going to be a transition-heavy game for us. So the ball needs to be loose. Um, and I think Lacazette can can cause loose balls. So yeah. What What about you guys, uh, Dan and Shabs? Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think. Um, I think, like, has to start um, for the reasons Dan said. We're talking about a physical game, people winning duels. I think Lacazette also is very good at winning free kicks um, in the opposition half um, as well. And maybe later in the game, you know, if Liverpool are chasing. Um, Erdegaard might come on, might be someone useful um, to come on later and, and probably help us keep it uh, a little bit and, and maybe play a final ball. Um, 
I think when we played at Anfield last season, was it last season where um, they were only winning one nil? Sabios came on, um, and he he was quite effective uh, for the last thirty minutes. Um, played some nice balls into Lacazette, who who then missed and fluffed his mm. lines, missed a couple one on ones um, yeah. before they. Um, before they obviously uh, we were we, it was it was it was two one we we went one new up Lacazette actually scored early on yeah yeah we went one new um, up um, so I think you know if it, something like that might might work uh, again for me I think yeah Lacazette like Tavares I think um, doesn't really deserve to be dropped and I think a game at Anfield um, is a game for for Lacazette and what he brings to the side. So I'd, I'd play him as well. Mm. Lacazette's got, actually got a decent goal-scoring record against Liverpool as well, or just a decent record in general. Three goals, two assists and nine games, you know. For big games, it's not it's not the worst, you know. It's pretty pretty decent one in three. So, and and we know Lacazette, he loves a goal against the big teams as well. He's got a really good goal-scoring record against the big teams. So I, I would definitely be looking to start Lacazette. And, and uh, just the last one, really, uh, to finish up on is uh, Dan, Leno or Ramsdale? What kind of question is this, brother? Just ask him, brother. Just ask him, brother. Answer the question, man. I mean, it's Ramsdale, isn't it? So, oh, oh, got him. I got him. I got got some hot for you. I was gonna let you off, brother. I got got something for you now, my brother. Let me ask you a question as well, because let me play this. I'll ask you the question. Let me let me let me find that man. You feel me? <laughs> By the way, hope you guys all know. Alright, let me play that again. By the way, hope you guys all know that chance that Yesar got yesterday. Willock tucks it. So let me ask you, ESR or Willock? Obviously, my boy ESR, isn't it? Oh, Your boy, you know, my boy ESR. Always believed in him. This guy is, in him. you know. Mind this yourself. guy really tries to put me on the cross, you know. I ain't Jesus, brother. Listen, <laughs> don't do that to me. Listen, listen. I always said ESR is better than Willock. You, my friend, you, my <laughs> friend, didn't think Ramsdale was better than Leno. Yeah, and. I don't mind admitting that, but you definitely didn't always think ESR. I always said, always, always said, said that. Have you always said that? Have you always said that, Lewis? Always, no. always. Oh, yeah, I took the piss so out of ESR. So and you know, when so why were you? Ta- no, hold on. Why so were you? Was the gender, I don't know why I had an agenda. Face. I can't. I can't work it right, out. So wait, I just German felt like Dan. you guys were very harsh on Willock. So, German Dan, let me just clarify this though. So, what you uh, Ramsdale is better. Then I didn't say it better. I oh, no, no, because you oh, said yes. Nice, yeah, nice now, line of question in there, Chef. No, no. When they asked just now, you said yes. I said, oh, you, you think Ramsdale's better than Leno? I mean, Ramsdale, we don't have a good Oh, we got him. I literally said that last week. We got him. No, you don't have me. I literally said that last week. You didn't need a sample size to say Leno was better. Leno's been here like two years. I pretty much know his level. So Is he better than Ramsdale? I don't think he is right now, no. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you guys are trying to achieve. I already said <laughs> in the group. You're trying to cut uh, me aside. You are the same man, yeah, that will say, ah, oh, yeah, Lukonga reminds me of Yara <laughs> too, man. You must do your thing. <laughs> Shab, Shab's a real woman. You must do your thing, man. Hey, Vincent Company said it, not me. 
Nah, nah, nah. You remember yeah, really telling me what Wilson, what um, Yaya Tour is doing at 22 years old, <laughs> and then say, look what Lukonga is nah, doing. No, we're not going to do that on man, the pod. No, we're not going to do that on the pod. You man, do your not, thing with Lusongu, man. We're not going to come on the Lusongu. pod. I can't lie. I heard Shabs' point. You man weren't watching Beveren. This is you crazy. Man are talking about Lukonga. And comparing twenty-two-year-old Lukonga to the player that Yaya t- to the best version of Yaya Torre. That's, that's, that's not what, true. That's at not 20, what at Lukonga's age, Yaya Torre was playing with Graham Stack in in the Belgian fucking right, second then. division, bro. Right, that's then. not what people do in that tour. People comparing the skill set. He was he was what? failing. Oh, no, 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 no. He was What's failing his trial at Arsenal. Same did, he fail, did he fail at Arsenal? I thought it was a work permit issue that stopped him from signing. That nah, wasn't a work permit issue. Nah, man. He did not. He got a trial. Hey, Arsenal listen. Said no. Uh, no, one, no one is comparing what they um, where they are at their age. They're compa- we're comparing a skill set. What are their skills? Yeah? No. It's the same way people were comparing Willock to Yaya Toure, forgetting that Yaya Toure can actually pass the ball and control the, control when, the ball and control when, the midfield. When, when, could he always when, when we're just comparing one aspect of a man's game to another aspect of a man's game is not a good comparison, it has to be several aspects. And All it's right not then. depends on the comparison, though, right? I could say now to uh, um, to comparing Lokonga now in this early stage of his career to the player that we know Yaya Torre has been like, but badding up the Premier League. Badding up at Barca, like all these things that he's done. That's not. That's not. That's that's not a fair or just comparison. That wasn't the point. The we point compare Emil to Riziki. It doesn't mean Emil Smith Rowe is better than Riziki. Yeah. No, but there are several. As I literally said, there are several parts of his game. German Dan, you're taking this on. This wasn't even your what? beef, you know. No, you're no, no. Taking, no. Listen, I like taking beef on, man. I like it. Even, this wasn't even yours. You're, I don't know why you're, you're like bearing it now. On, bro, bro. You know, I'm in the group every day. You know I like arguing, bro. <laughs> 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 listen, I told Benson, you. I'm out listen, here, yeah? Listen, you want to stand next <laughs> to your brother, me. Yeah. Yeah. You want to stand next to your brother, yeah? When these shots are... When these shells are Listen, flying, when we spin the block on this guy's yeah, horrific, man, just hit, just be bro. ready on you're that. Be, man. be a bystander. I don't want yeah, that for you, bro. I'll try to any man, you. any man saying that they had canal canal plus, yeah, canal plus. <laughs> H, <laughs> H, 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 Yaya Toure. When now you might have asked me, bro. How? <laughs> How, Sway? How? Listen, listen. Anyway, that, I think German Dan's been cooked enough, man. Yeah, Let's man. let him Lou go and get his Baileys. And, you know. Hey, Lou flipped it, yeah? He flipped it, yeah? He, he, he flipped it from, from himself getting cooked. He managed to drag German into it, yeah? <laughs> This guy is crazy, man. Anyway, we'll call it a night there. Anyway, let, let be... me ask that question cool. back to, to everyone here. Does everyone... Conclusively, think Ramsdale's better than Leno, then, yeah? yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think right now, what we've seen, oh. I think right now, what we've seen from Ramsdale, right now, FC, we haven't, yeah, been, we, haven't we, have, mood, we haven't, we haven't seen this from Leno, you know. I think, um, the command of his area, um, the clear sort of communication and relationship that he's built with the center backs and his distribution, we've not seen that from Leno. So, you know, I think Leno's shot stopping, I still think Leno is better than him. Um, based on what I've seen. But even then, Ramsdale has pulled off some really, really good stops. Um, So I can't really hand on heart say, right, based on how Ramsdale has been playing for Arsenal, that he's not better than Leno. But 
I definitely need to see uh, this over a longer sample size before I can conclusively stamp it. Which is exactly what I said. So, Shabs, what, what are you saying? I'm saying that if Leno starts on Saturday against Liverpool, we're in big trouble. <laughs> hey, this guy's avoiding the question. Like, oh my god! My answer, bro. That's my answer. Please answer the question. No, don't ask me my opinion. I'll give it to you. No, no, no. I asked you a question. You got to answer I the question. It, bro. Hey, if you're in court, you know the, the judge will tell you to come back and answer. The, come on, man. Listen, I wrangled my way out of court many a time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm good. You see me, my big age. I'm a free man. I, I kind of, I'll take that as a. That's, I'll take it as a W. You know, you don't want to answer. You, bro. These are the type of wins that you want to clutch onto, boy. Be my guest. It's clutching, I clutching, I'll, man. I grab, grab my moments, and I, I, I will be back, man. When Tavares is bad and Tinny as well, I'll be back, man. Hey, Dan, Shabs, you guys are on the, the, uh, the, the, the um, the, the, the what, what do we call it now? The ver, the verses, the. The t- the fight card. Fight card, sorry. You're on the fight card tomorrow. Yeah. Tell Don't let us down, lads. Don't let us down. Yeah. That's going to be a difficult It's going to be a difficult one. I'll tell you what. Victory is, you get get four players in, right? That's victory. Four players. Right? Four players. I'm not going to lie. Four players might be tough. Ramsdale, has to, Ramsdale is one. Ramsdale has to be in, right? Because we know... Not to give the tactics away, but it's we're an hour and a half into the pod. They're not going to listen to this stuff, right? They're not going to listen at hour. And if they do, they're neeks, right? They're well, we absolutely. Can, we, we, we can get a centre. What you hearing is We can get a centre back in because Van Dijk is finished, right? Van Dijk is finished. Benjamin White or Gabriel has to be in, right? We get Ramsdale in because Allison's been on banter this season, right? Um, Chimikas, no, we're putting Nuno Tavares in. We're fighting for every single one of these, all right? Yeah. Right back. Get Potter in. Right, we can't get right. It's a tough one. Yeah, we get part in. And we'll get ESR in. Yeah, that's it. Sakura That's jump on, man. Yeah, but we might be able to do with something, yeah, with getting Salah up front and we take the two wide positions. Me and yeah, Dan pulled yeah. this one last time. Yeah, 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 yeah we've done it. Yeah. We pulled Shabs, this one Shabs, last let's time. talk. Chef, we'll talk. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll might, we'll just strategy. Just tactics, right? Give, give them one to get oh, one elsewhere, right? Wait, it's, wait. it's chess, not checkers, all right? It's, it's chess, chess, not checkers, as my man said to Washington said. We might come run a works with Oba as a centre-forward. I was going to say, you can run Oba as a centre-forward. run a works with Oba as a Yeah, but they're going to want Salah and Mane. If you could con them to put, like, to move Salah up front, and we get the two wide positions. That's that's more that's more for us, isn't it? It's yeah, more numbers sorry. for us. Sorry, don't let sorry, these man sorry, sorry, get Thiago in these discussions, man. Don't let. Yeah, them no, 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 no. Yeah, Dan, <laughs> yeah, Dan, we'll chop it up. Yeah. yeah anyway, we'll guys, I look forward to listening. Unfortunately, I can't be on, but Shabs and Dan, Cougars, I'm sure you're gonna hold it down and bring the victory oh, home. Man, you know what we do, man. You know what we do. And oh, then hopefully, we get the. Uh, we get a result on yeah. on Anfield, that's the one that's the one that's the one i need man yeah <laughs> well, well let, let's do some score predictions just before we close up we'll, we'll finish on this um chaps what about you 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 start off score predictions oh i really i'm hoping for a draw you know i think a draw is a good result for us and i think one one i want to say nice like it i love the optimism chaps uh german dan They want to get me on the foul. (laughs) 
I can't lie, Anfield. I, I can't. I can't bring myself to think that we're gonna get points there. You're thinking about the occasion too much, man. Think about yeah, the yeah. game, not the occasion. Okay. The game. I think two-one loss. Mm. Mm. Sorry, lads, man. Listen, Brighton mm. have got points at Anfield this season. I'm riding. I'm riding the wave, man. I'm riding the wave, man. We're gonna pack them in, yeah. I'm riding the <laughs> go wave. Go on, go on. Hey, I hope so. Two-one. 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 To win, yeah, to win. Yeah. Liverpool have only won two games at home this season. Two Against games, two? two out of five. They Against beat. Um, who did they beat? They haven't won at Anfield for a while. They beat Burnley at home, and they beat Palace at home. But they've drawn to Chelsea. They've drawn to Brighton. And they drew to Man City. Mm. Mm. Come on, Dan, make it a full house. Hey, man, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not budging to peer pressure, man. Two-one loss. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go with Shabs. I think we will get one-one. Um, I hope so, but yeah. that's a W for me. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, anything other than a loss, I think, is a fantastic result at Anfield. I can't lie to you. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, then let's let's call it a night. Um, we'll be back. Uh, are we doing a? Are we doing a? We'll do a post match Patreon for the uh, for the Liverpool yeah. game, right? Yeah. 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 Let's let's yeah. see the result. And also, <laughs> and also, there's a there's a patron piece coming out um, as well, or will be out by the time this pod goes out. Um, which is a cross-platform quarter-season review, basically. So uh, look out for that as well. Definitely, definitely. And, and a reminder, Patreon, tune in. We, we, we'll try and do it straight after the game on Saturday. Um, if you want that, you know, if you don't want to wait until Thursday to get your Touchy Goodness content, sign up to the Patreon. You can get it on uh, Saturday evening. But anyway, guys, we'll leave it there. Take it easy. Bless. Bless. Could have had that fight, but I'm gonna walk on site. Man, I have to grab that mic. You're not gonna spit this time. Trying to work with a good oh, energy. Man, you're gonna work with a bad man vibe. None of these guys can't do it. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. That's foul. Man, I'm That's the response of Arsenal. Across the line. Score for my team in the time I play. Whatever you know when man's inside. Chelsea. Man, I said that. Simply lost their focus in the joy of equalising. But I won't see you right. Man, could have had that fight. Sports Social Podcast Network.